somebody has what you want and they have the power to give it to you and you need to get them to give it to you. And it's a matter of like, how can I get that dynamic to work in my, in my favor? And naturally, like the way that we think that's going to work is by just like pleasing them and, and saying and agreeing with them with whatever they say. On this episode of Overdue, Austin and I recorded an episode with just the two of us. Our motivation for this episode came from an event the two of us had come from right before, and we had some thoughts on our mind we wanted to share. We talked about the importance of talking to people for who they are and not the roles they play, while also touching on some of the ways that we interact with people. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Overdue, where we cover the stories of certified project starters and ambitious entrepreneurs, from college students to accomplished professionals. I actually tweeted the other day. Oh, wait, let me check my Twitter handle. I'm going to plug it real quick. Austin, 0220-2016 on Twitter. So I tweeted the other day, talk to who they are, not just the roles they play. And like this was something that I've been thinking about for a while. I think since I got to college, it's been like reinforced a lot. And we hear it all the time with like, we had some friends who were like high ups and business vets. And like they're in these positions where like kids really want to get in, right? And they're always like, like these kids are always like, well, we saw it today, right? Yeah, I mean, we can contextualize it a bit. Like yeah. before this, um, me and Austin just came from like a meet the brothers, like basically like a little like casual meet and greet event where like mm-hmm. business rat rush is going on right now. So we're yeah. kids. Also, just like say like, what business rats are for somebody that may not. Yeah. Know. So I mean. A business route is basically just, like, a group of people who are very, like, ambitious and, like, professionally, like, driven that kind of want to, kind of want to just, like, be together and, mm. and do all that together while also, like, having the support of, like, alumni and companies sponsoring them. So, yeah, so, and I think at our school, it's a little bit hyped up more than, than, than it is at other schools, but mm. that's just because U of I is a big school. But. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I'll, I'll just piggyback off that, where it's, they're essentially fraternities that are more professionally oriented, so you're doing a lot more business-oriented uh, stuff. You're doing workshops of, like, how to be a better whatever it may be, yeah. um, how to market yourself better, how to stack up more evidence that you can market market for yourself, and then all of that coming together, right? But, I mean, there is definitely elements of, like, you know, social, like, fun and all that. But yeah. at the same time, you do get a lot out of, like, the professional aspects as well. Um, so, yeah, we just came back from <laughs> PCT, which is one of the business frats down here on campus that Isar is a part of, our friend Athir is a part of, our friend Manisa is a part of, um, like, our friend Malaz is a part of. That our we just, Austin's new friend, Malaz. <laughs> yeah, we just, yeah. Had a, we just had a conversation with one of Isar's friends that's in the frat. Um, frater- do you call business fraternities, like, frat? Like, do you ever well, okay, when, I, when I'm, like, talking about it with you guys and, like, people who understand, like, when I'm saying, like, oh, yeah, my mm-hmm. frat, I guess, like, it makes sense. But, like, yeah. or I, I don't know. If I'm, like, if I'm talking to, like, a five-side dude, I'm, like, oh, yeah, my frat. And they're, like, oh, what frat are you in? And I say, like, PCT. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, but we just had a conversation with my, Mala. Um, pretty lengthy conversation, about an hour and a half of just, like, business frats, why or why not, essentially. That's what it was all about. But before that, we were at the PCT Info Night business fair that um, they're all in. And just meet the brothers. So, like, everybody that's in the business fraternity and then a bunch of kids that are hoping to be a part of said community, right? Yeah, and just to, like, contextualize how, like, selective they are. I mean, they get about, like, four to, like, 500 people trying to get in to give out about 
30 to 40 bids. So damn. It's, yeah. It's, so it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. You definitely need to meet some qualifications. And like, as a result, like a lot of the kids are like, um, like, I guess this might be me included, but a lot of is that, that's something that we got to think about a little bit more, but a lot of the kids like want to do whatever they can be a part of these communities. Cause like they are amazing communities. We have a lot of friends that are a part of them and they do benefit a lot from them. But some kids like perceive that this is the way to do it or that's the way to do it, that you should do this. And then like, that's what works to, like to get into these business, business fraternities. Um, but yeah, we were at the info night. Issa had a lot of conversations with kids that are hoping to get in with business fraternities. And I listened in on a lot of them as well, just because I was curious what was going on. And one thing that stuck out to me as well as Isar is a lot of these conversations when I was listening. So I listened to a lot of kids talking to Isar and a lot of the conversations treated him very one dimensional, like where it's like, tell me about this and PC, tell me about, and yeah, like that, there's definitely reason for that. Like it's a PCT info night. But at the same time, like, you're out in the quad. Like, this is a conversation. Everyone's wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like, try to form a genuine relationship, you know? Because you think that it might be best to, like, say this or say that. Like, oh, you they want to hear this or they want to hear that. But, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you just want to hear about them more than, like, their resume. Exactly. And I feel like, I mean, I... Yeah, because that's, like, more of the conversation I wanted to have. Like, I, genuinely, the best conversation I had today was about, like, bears. Yeah. Well, like, t- tell me, wait, what was the one thing, the, the conversation you just mentioned? Uh, where uh, you were just talking about whatever, like, in PCT, and then they're like, oh, I want to know about you. Oh, oh, yeah. So, this, like, one girl, I wish I remember her name, because honestly, like, I would have, like, given her whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I remember her name, but honestly, I don't. Um, But we were, like, talking about, like, PCT, whatever, for maybe, like, seven minutes um whatever like the basic stuff and then she was like um honestly like i'm sick of just like hearing about pct from everyone and like i know you guys are more than that so just like what do you like to do in your free time and like tell me like a little bit more about you and all that and that was like that's when i like i like woke up a little bit i'm like oh okay now i can actually like talk more outside of like the basic pcts help me do this do that like Mm -hmm. i was honestly like I was, like, speechless for, like, a second. I was like, yeah. oh, wow, okay, they actually want to, like, learn more about me. And then that's why I wish I remember her name. But It's I mean, crazy because that's such, like, a – I feel like that's such a normal thing to say. But, like, in those environments, you don't really hear that as much mm-hmm. as, like, you should just because, like, a lot of the kids are kind of – they're trying to play the role of Pledge and the other person's trying to play the role of, like, whatever. Like, and that's just how it seems like this kind of transactional relationship – in the eyes of some people that want to get in. But at the end of the day, it's like, we're all out of school together. And like, yes, there are some like hierarchies within business for ads where it's like this person has this position. But at the end of the day, like we're all humans. Yeah. So if you're interested in someone as a human, it just goes so much further. Yeah. I feel like all the people that I remember, like, honestly, I don't remember any names, but like all the faces that I remember and all the conversations I remember are the ones that didn't ask me about PCT. Like this one kid, like, Okay, I remember one of his... I'm not going to say his name, but I remember his name. Um, but it was because he came up to me. He was like, yo, do you play fantasy football? Like, And then like I we had a 20-minute conversation about that. And then like, I low-key told him how like, I think the Bears should like get rid of Caleb... Like, like should get rid of Justin Fields. Uh, like, low-key go for Caleb Williams. But like... That's a whole different conversation. That's not that's not what this, what this podcast is about. But I mean, those are like the conversations I remember the most. And like, 
I could tell those kids were honestly like more genuine and like genuinely interested in hearing what I wanted to say than like everyone else. Cause I mean, you kind of like read when someone like actually wants to hear what you have to say versus like when someone's just like listening because, um, yeah. and like, I feel like the kids were asking me like, Oh, what's like the pr- best like professional lesson you learned? How has it helped you get like your internship for next summer? Like they were just like looking at me and nodding and like, just like mm-hmm. whatever versus like, Everyone else is more, like, the other kids were more, like, actually, like, interested, asking follow-up questions, like, yeah, more into it, so. It's 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 really interesting, because, like, at the point where we're at, we're, like, sophomores, right? So, I had to give a ton of interviews for, like, kids, and, mm-hmm. like, you're going to have to give some interviews for kids, but at the same time. Two hours of them tomorrow. <laughs> we're in both sides, we're in both chairs for interviews, like, in so many different things we're doing, right? Yeah. Whether it's, like. You know, because I had to ask some questions, and I added some of my own because I just wanted to hear these kids' answers. Because a lot of the times I was just like curious. I was like interested to find what they were passionate about talking about. And like one kid, like one question I added like to the sheet that I asked like all these kids because I was really interested to hear was if you're uh, this was not the first question asked. Okay, so they just like walk in and hear this. So I asked some questions, and then like you kind of get like they're like loosened up, whatever. And then, like, the last question I asked them before they left was, if your parents were asked what they were most proud of you of, what do you think they would say? And, like, I got so many genuine, like, reactions out of that because it almost, like, they got out of the role that they were trying to play and then, like, opened up more to, like, an actual conversation. And I think a lot of it just goes through, like, the tonality you have. And then, I mean, you saw this, like, when you were... What do you think about... When we're getting, like, we're looking for a job or, like, we're doing this, like, we're in these positions reaching out, do you think, do you feel, like, subconsciously you'll kind of revert back to that, like, kind of, like, inferior, like, kind of, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, okay, so I can't, like, blame you for it, you right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, subconsciously that does happen. You're, you're, somebody has what you want, and they have the power to give it to you, and you need to get them to give it. Yeah, I feel like, okay, so I can't, like, blame these, like, new rushies, like, for doing that, because, like, yeah, subconsciously that does happen. You're, you're... <laughs> Wasn't there, what was the thing, what was the thing today? Oh, yeah, so, like, I, I think it was, I think I said Young Thug is, yeah, okay, I'm pretty sure I said, like, Young Thug is better than, I was, like, just messing around, because, like, our, like, rush theme this year is Amplifier Ambition, so it's, like, all about music and, like, the social events, so, like... My thing has like a Bad Bunny song on it, like my name tag. Ooh, because it's like what, what Bad Bunny song is it? Oh wait, let me guess, La Santa. No, it, it it's it's I think it's Tarot. Oh Tarot, Tar- Tarot yeah, with or whatever. J- Jico or yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, it's not that. It's not like one yeah, of yeah, yeah, okay, songs, continue, but continue, whatever. Continue. Um, but like just to like see if these kids were like just saying whatever like came to their mind to agree with me, I just like said something random. So I was like young. I was like on. Honestly, like, when it comes to music, I think, like, Young Thug is better than Drake, which he is not. There's no question about that. Like, even if you don't like Drake, like, I think, like, people will agree. That, like, <laughs> Young Thug might be, like, a decent feature on a lot of, like, albums or whatever, but, or songs, but he's not better than Drake. And, like, these kids are like, yeah, dude, like, I think you're right. You're like, so right, bro. He was like, yeah. He yeah. was like, yeah, honestly, like, you're right. And, like, I didn't say anything because I didn't want him to know that I was just, like, messing with them because, like, that's just disrespectful to them. Yeah. But, like, I just was, like, thinking in my head. I was like, oh, my God. Like. Yeah. Or it's, like, 
Honestly, if I was having that conversation with you, um, I would probably have been like, eh, I don't know about that, man. Yeah. Like, you don't got to come out and like straight up say like, bro, what are you talking about? But you could just say something like, I, I had like that, what, what do you mean, man? I don't know. I told like, that, I, like I told that to people too. I was like, like when you're talking to like PCT people here, like, please, like if you don't agree with something we say, like you can respectfully disagree. You don't have to be like, yo, that's so stupid. Why would you ever say that? But you can be like, honestly, man, like I, I don't agree with that. Like, I mean, you don't have to, you just have to be respectful. When to So like coming back to like that whole like inferiority thing with like, um, if I would like do that, if I would like need a job, which like Loki, I probably do do that. But <laughs> now that I think of it subconsciously, it probably does happen. But um, like there's a respect, like you just have to be respectful. Because if you, if, if you respect someone, I think, that's all. That's all anyone wants from me. Like no one needs you to like agree with everything they say. Well, and they, honestly, they some, want you to disagree. I yeah, because like that's what's that's what like I, I hate to say say it like this, but that's what, like spices up a conversation. Like yeah. if, if everything is just like oh I like this, I like this too. Oh I want to do this, I want to do that too. Like where is the conversation going with that? Exactly. It's going absolutely nowhere. So I had a I had a job. Well, it wasn't an interview for an internship, right? It was. I was meeting with the owner of a personal wealth management firm um, who was like in the office above my dad. Um, and we were just having a conversation. So we weren't like, it wasn't about, it was slightly about the internship, but it wasn't like I wasn't applying or anything like that. And we're just talking. Um, and he's like, oh, so tell me about yourself. Like for the first question. And I just started, I, I, I didn't have any answer program in my head, but I started talking. And then as we keep talking, he, I I think that he, it was clear in his head that I didn't have anything specific to the internship that I was saying because I was just being honest and transparent because I'm like I don't really know what a personal wealth management firm does, so I have no reason to like what am I gonna sit here and lie for right? So we were just talking. We talked about podcasts for like 20 minutes because we had one. He's like, oh my friend has one. I talked about the sauna like because I met you in the sauna and I met like so many other people in the sauna as well. He's like, oh, like, I actually met like someone that I know manages their money. And I feel like I had such a genuine conversation with him because it wasn't solely about the internship. Like we talked about it a little bit at times, but that's what not what I was concerned about. And when we left, we were it was on this note of like, okay, like right now, obviously, like, I don't know what I want to do yet. Right. But he was like, if it's a good fit for you in the future, like, we'll like, you know, like talk about it more. And if you're a good fit for us, like, we'll talk about it more as well. So, like, I'm going to talk to him again, like, in the winter. But, like, I think it was mutually understood that we both don't know, like, like I don't know if I'd want to do that, right? And I wasn't going to fake it because there's nothing good that comes out of it. I think at one point he even mentioned, like, like, oh, like, if I could, like, manage your money one day or something like that. Like, if you, like, don't go into this or something like that. And, like, that was, like, a really, that was just a good conversation to have because... It was interesting to hear, you know, because I was treating him like a person because I didn't have anything to gain from him necessarily. I did, but if it's a fit, it's a fit, you know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like those types of conversations are like the ones that I mean matter more, right? Yeah. Um, And like those are kids that, okay, well, bring this back to like today. I mean, those yeah. are kids I'm going to remember. Yeah. Um, That's like a memorable conversation. I mean. What would you what would you give like as like kind of a brief summary of advice for anybody that would be rushing a business for it? Like when it comes to those conversations. Dude, who said this? 
Jacob, Jacob said it the best. Don't be a bot. Like <laughs> that's why in the context of business frats, like being a bot at like a social event, um, which is supposed to be for you to get to know like us better. Like info night was like for people to understand more about like the fraternity itself and like, like what's going on and like just learn about like professionally, like what we're all about, but like social, like meet the bros. It's casual. Like you're just supposed to like learn more about us, but I feel like because you're being like, I guess a bot and like putting us on like that, like pedestal, you're asking like the basic questions. Um, so like, I mean, I would just like say if you're in that position, whether it be for a job or like for another club or whether it be for a business fraternity next semester or like even later in this, well, this is probably going to come out after rush, but yeah, whatever, um, next semester or whatever, whatever it might be. I think like, it's more just about like be respectful. Cause that's huge. But when you're talking to someone who has something that you want and they can give it to you and they hold that power, it's more just about respect is there, but like, you don't have to like agree with everything you, you, they say and you don't have to, like, people, like, okay, this is what I've noticed, like, just in, like, talking to people and what I've noticed, like, about myself. People love talking about themselves. So, like, the minute <laughs> yeah. you start asking someone, like, anything remotely about them, like, the key to getting to their, like, like mind and kind of, like, getting them to remember you, whether it be, like, at a, like, social, like, happy hour for, like, a job. Like, I had one for Procter & Gamble. I had a happy hour. Like, whether it be for that or like, whether it be like, this is basically like the equivalent of a happy hour before like interviews. Um, you just gotta like, you just gotta like find that way to get them to start talking about themselves and you just keep queuing questions like that. And then like slowly, like your name is just going to keep popping up in their head because something that they enjoyed talking about, something that they remembered yeah. talking about, which is like, say like someone at like PNG talked about like their kids with me, they're going to remember that they like told me their son's name. And like how old their son is or whatever. And like how they went with their son to Cincinnati Reds game. Mm-hmm. More than they're going to remember how they told me that like P&G like made like $31 million last year based off <laughs> of just like Crest yeah. doing this random thing. Because you could find that online. Exactly. So I think like just like queuing questions like that, queuing mm-hmm. people to talk about themselves is like the one way to kind of like get to like if you're in that situation is to get what you want. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the way I think of it, at least. No, and I, I think that's the best way to think of it. It's like, I mean, I've heard this so many times. It's probably cliche at this point, but people aren't going to remember what you said. They're going to remember how you made them feel. Yeah. I mean, no, that's treat true. treat every conversation like that, not in any, like, manipulative way, but, like, in a genuinely caring what, like, is going on with them or, like, about their life and, like, being genuinely interested is, like, that's going to go so much longer of a way than yeah. asking them some question that you could just type into your browser. Exactly. Like ChatGPT. Espe- like. Especially when it comes to like companies. Like I feel like this is more, more like geared to less geared toward like a business rat. And like, I feel like this is, I mean, that's where like we got this idea to talk about this, but I think like this comes more based on like jobs and like internships, especially internships, right? The career fair just happened last week. And Okay, so I would say how, how many how many like students do you think a recruiter talks to in a single day at, at like the Geese Career Fair or the Granger Career Fair? I've never been, but I mean I just think about it, it's like I went th- I think about those interviews I gave and then I if I multiplied that by if I made those fifteen minute conversations about two, three minutes and then multiply that by like fifty, I'm not remembering like Yeah, exactly. Okay. Everybody a lot of them are just respectfully 
that's just this is just how we are because we go to a lot of the same schools. Yeah. Like copy paste. Unless you, you're not gonna be different. Unless you're not gonna be remembered differently. Unless you are different. Exactly. So so there's like a recruiter there from like, and this is what like okay I, I learned this from. I actually learned this from PCT, but like. No, no uh, need to plug. They're, no they're need pl- to they're plug. Plugging, they're plugging. But like, okay, so there's a recruiter there from like 12 to five, um, probably talking to at least 10 kids an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so 10 kids an hour, 12 to five, like they're easy. They're usually talking to 60, 70 kids a day, if not more. Like honestly, it could even be more. Um, I'm not remembering a single one who just comes up to me and it's like. Okay, they're all going to start with their elevator pitch because, like, I mean, in the context of a career fair, like, everyone's starting with the elevator pitch. But, like, if you're ending your elevator pitch with, like, yeah, I'd love to work here or versus, like, and I feel like if you're ending your career, your elevator pitch with, like, um, something along the lines of, oh, yeah, and in my free time, I like to do this. You're cueing something for the recruiter to pick up on and then the recruiter, like, like ask you about like Um And that's, like, how I kind of do my elevator pitch. It's, like, obviously, I do all my professional BS. And then, like, I'll, like, at the end, I'll be, like, oh, and in my free time, I enjoy, like, weightlifting or, like, working on my podcast or whatever it might be. And then it's, like, the recruiter is away from talking about all of, like, your professional stuff. And they start talking about your personal stuff. And, like, who knows? There's no there's no person on this planet that can tell me that they know their professional stuff better than they know their personal stuff. Like, yeah. any day of the week, I can talk about, like, any of, like, the personal stuff I'm working on or, like, any, like weightlifting, working out, whatever it might be, like podcast, better than I can talk about any club. And if you can start making like that connection with like anyone, I think that's how that's that's the key to success. Yeah. At least in in that context of like networking. I think like that's in people. any context. I think about with teachers. You just talk about a teacher with like cuz I I I had a teacher that he lived in Guadalajara, he lived in Russia, he's been all over the place. And he like briefly talked about that in like intro at the beginning of class. And then we have some, then like we have classes, whatever. But I like brought it up to him. I was like, oh, like, how was your time in Guadalajara? And like, you could just see that they just enjoy talking about that so much more. Cause it's like, if I viewed my relationship with my teacher as transactional, as like student teacher, as if like the roles that were prescribed, then that's all of those conversations are going to be a bit, be about. Like, I'm never going to be able to form a genuine bond. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that like goes to like what we were talking about yeah, at the beginning, because, right? I, exactly. I just think that we could expand it. To just conversations and relationships in general. It's yeah. Like, whether it's in the workplace, even like, I mean, even like, I mean, in anything you think about, like, think about a group project. A lot of the kids are treating the relationship with the other kids as transactional in a lot of cases. Yeah. It's like, we're working on this. That's why we're here. But it's like, if you go and you start having to talk, like, I, I miss my closest friends through group projects because I would just talk to them about this or that or like their lives. And like, it's not seen as this transactional conversation. It's like, no, I want to know you. I don't want to know how good you did on this group project or, like, your role within the group project. But, like, no, I want to talk to you, you know? And I think that that can go for pretty much everything. I just think a lot of people can get that twisted easily. I mean, I know that I can or, like, I used to, like, very easily. Um, Now I really try to stay aware of it and just, like, talk to people for who they are, you know? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's, like, not really more I could say to that, right? I think, like, we've, like, kind of hit it, but... Yeah, because I feel like that's the best, like, only real way you could form a genuine bond. Yeah, there... Yeah, no matter the context, like, 
if you're talking to someone for who they are and about like you genuinely want, I mean, well, like if you are interested in like wanting to know them, like you are going to form that bond. But like, it's just like so sad how it's like come, especially with like, I mean, I noticed it today and like probably because today was the day where I was on the other side of it that I noticed it today. Yeah. Um, I also like, I'll comment a little bit real quick, but I was overhearing a lot of these conversations and I'm seeing a lot of these kids like, and like, it's not their fault necessarily. Like, it's just, I feel like it's naturally reinforced within like the whole like rush process. Like a lot of people like, you're, this is what you're like told you're supposed to do. But a lot of kids, they'd ask, they'd get an answer. Then the answer would be over. And they'd ask, get an answer, and the answer would be over. It's like, nah, like, ask some other personal experiences. You hear something, it's like, oh, I love that. Or like, oh, I don't know, but it's like, just talk. And like, these kids, it wasn't all of them, but like, I've, I heard a couple of them where it seemed like they were, they had a, like, list of questions in their head. They're like, these are the best questions that stick out when you ask uh, whatever. And then they were just kind of reading off them in their head. And while the other person's talking, they're thinking about what they're going to ask next. They're not listening. Yeah. Did you feel that? No. Because you were on the other Dude, side? Dude, yeah. This happened to me at the very end. This one girl came up and talked to me. And she, like, shook my hand and everything. She's like, I'm whatever. And I'm like, I'm Isar. Um, and she's like, <laughs> Dude, I, I was, like, really hoping she was going to ask me something. Like, how's your day been? Or, like, something. And then she just, like, shook my hand. And she's like, I'm like, hi, I'm Isar. Like, the whole intro shit stuff is, like, over. And then... Um, She's just like, how has PCT helped you professionally? I give my answer. She's like, okay, it was great to meet you. Shook my hand and left. And like, okay, first of all, first of all I have no clue what her name was because um, I just like forgot. But I mean, you're like, proving our points. Uh, uh, like she couldn't even, she wasn't even like, like those are the kids that are not getting bids. That's like another, like, that's for another time to talk yeah. about. But I think like also like. Okay, the funny thing was, this is just, this might be a little bit off, but, like, the funny thing was, like, this goes back to, like, your thing of, like, having a list of, like, questions. Um, I feel like last year I kind of had a list when I was rushing, but mm -hmm. I definitely, like, was able to ask follow-ups and kind of, like, interact with that, which then I think it's, like, okay. Mm -hmm. But if you just have a list and you're going through it and not really reacting to what the other, what, to what, like, the active guy or girl in, like, PCT or whatever frat or whatever context yeah, yeah. is saying... Um, then it's bad, but I like called one of the kids out on it because <laughs> he was like, he was like, what is, what is one thing you would change about PCT? And I was like, Hey, that was my question last year. Like at the end of the interview, when they would ask me like, what do you have any questions for me? That was my question. And I like, told him that I was like, that's a good question. I was like, that's my question. And I used to always have them stumped and now like I'm stumped. And he was like, he was like, yeah, that's why I chose it. I was like, bro, like, like it was a stupid question last year, and it's a stupid question this year, too. Ask me how my day was. Ask me if I play fantasy. Ask me, like, anything you want. Like, don't – like, ask me something that's going to cue a genuine response, not, like, me just, like, saying some – obviously, I'm not going to, like, say something bad about the fraternity that I'm trying to get this kid to, like, join. So, I don't know why he's even like, – like, this season, now I'm going off on a team. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. But, like – I was just, like, so upset by that question that, like – I mean, it, like, worked for me last year, but, th but at the same time, like – well, yeah, well, it was probably other things that got you in. It's like, yeah, because, and then the but, majority of all the, all of the conversations are very like, yeah. But I, uh, I'll note that for my interview, like if, if I if I go to my interview, you are tomorrow, interviewing tomorrow. Like, we, just so you know, today is September seventeenth, and it is ten thirty one p.m. 
and tomorrow you are interviewing on September 18th. <sighs> right. We, we'll see. And I'm going to make sure gonna, you're doing it during the time I'm there. So you interview me? No, I, I don't think that like... They're going to they're gonna ask me at the end, do you have any questions? And no, I'm, they're not. It's speed dating. It's quick. So there's no time for that. Damn it. Yeah. I was going to like... Well, that's why you If you were an to, animal, what animal would you be? That's why you got to go to like... <laughs> that's that's going to be the type of questions I ask me tomorrow, I bet. Uh, uh, huh? I bet you that's going to be the type of questions they ask me. I know them. I can't say anything. It's but. definitely... Because I like the questions I was asking for Illinois Sports Business Conference. I love them. They were so excited. Um, I get like so passionate, whatever. It's like these dumb questions. Um, but it was like, what motivates you? Or like, if you had to give a TED talk, what would it be on? Or like, if you had to have dinner with three people, what would it be? And all that shit. And like, I love, I love having those conversations. Cause I mean, you're going to really enjoy tomorrow's interview then. <laughs> this is, dude, this is what we call the assumed clothes in the sales. They're just like the way that you're talking, like you and Malau were talking was so like you just like what i would do at the, the door for solar i'd be like oh like so like later today or tomorrow would be a better time for you <laughs> and that's exactly what you guys are doing right now but i love it i'm all i'm i'm all here for it but i'll, I'll go tomorrow it's, it'll be good interview practice and i'll be able to talk about myself so love that but yeah i don't know i think it all comes down like just like that the just how many kids apply? 400, 500? Okay. The average kid doesn't get in. Right? So if you are trying to be... The above the s- average kid doesn't get yeah. in if you're looking at those... Like, well, yeah, but for stats, what I'm about to yeah. say, but if you are trying to be the same as everybody else, you are setting yourself up to fail. Exactly. But, I mean, that's like in life, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's not just... I mean, I guess, I guess like, looking at it at the stats of a business fraternity is a great way. But, yeah, I mean, that's like life. Yeah. If you're trying to be like everybody else... Everybody else isn't getting in besides 30 kids. Yeah. So it's like you need something that makes you different. And it could yeah. be X. It could be Y. It could be you just being. Oh, this is a- Dude, it's being yourself. Okay, okay, I know. I'm about to like spike this thing. I've told <laughs> so many people today, just be yourself. And honestly, if half these kids were themselves, like it would be so much harder for us to pick. Like it's already hard to pick like 30, 40 kids. But like it would be so much harder because like. If these kids were just themselves and, like, talked to me about, like, the things they actually enjoy doing, like, I would have, like, such a yeah, great time. Yeah, I think that is an interesting point, though, because I think it's about, like, being yourself in values, but then in conversational tactics or whatever it may be, like, there you can use, like, tactics. Right? Yeah. But I think about, for me to improve socially, like, there's a lot of, like, small things. Like, if I'm sitting down and I have my arm, like, extended on this armrest, it's just naturally a more confident body position. So, it's going to, be, like, be reinforced in my brain. Yeah. And, like, I, I just know that that's how that works, right? Or that if I talk with hand gestures, if I'm, like, firm with whatever, like, my hand movements, then that's perceived as more X or more Y. You know what I mean? And it's, like, there's definitely merit to improving upon that. Like, there's definitely something to be said about improving upon those skills. But when it comes to values, always be yourself. Yeah. So that was the bigger thing with, uh, yeah, that was probably the biggest thing with today. Like kids were just not being themselves. Yeah. But it's funny. I say kids, like some of them are like, they're our age. Some of them are older. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah, Cause I'm like a sophomore, but I have a late birthday. So like, yeah, I mean, technically like a lot of them are older than me. So that is interesting. I was talking to a freshman the other day and he's Finn plus DS. And he was like, Oh, I know like so many kids are doing like Finn plus DS and like Finn plus DS is very 
Like if you look at the market, what skills are needed, it's objectively valuable. It's very objectively valuable, right? So he's like, I know all these other people that are doing it, like, but I want to stand out. And I know you're doing like a CS minor. So like, how is that? Like, what, what what's that like? And I'm like, I know this kid. I like this kid. And I'm like, okay. If you're doing something to stand out, you're, okay. Let me, let me backtrack real quick. Do some, be yourself and you will naturally stand out. Yeah. But I, if you try to stand out, you're not being yourself. And don't get those reversed. Because you being you, whatever that may be, maybe that is Finn plus DS. Maybe that's what he actually wants to do. But you being you is naturally going to have you stand out in every, like, every domain. Yeah, I think you're trying to say, like, instead of doing something that stands out, something you're doing should stand out. Or, like, have something you do that stands out. Kind of like that you naturally do, though, right? Like Yeah, or, like... Because if you are yourself, that will stand out. Yeah, yeah. And that's the most important thing that can stand out. Yeah. Don't have the CS minor on your resume <laughs> be the thing that stands out. Dude, I, I feel like that was me last semester. Like, I wanted that on my resume to stand, like, the CS minor. Then I dropped it because I was like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, it's only, not me, bro. It's not it's, me. Yeah. Man. It's it, three words. I mean, I'm just doing it, like, if we're being honest, I did not do any coding until college. And okay, I have I think I haven't gone through it right, but I haven't I didn't do any coding until college. I'm proficient in Python. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't Conver- count. Conversational in Spanish yeah. on your resume. Um, but going into college, I didn't have any coding experience, right? I'm pretty ahead in finance, and I think about it where it's like objectively, it does not really make sense for me to do a CS minor. Like I'm definitely behind, like by a lot. And if we're talking about the skills I already built up, like it's it's like the lowest probably of everything, right? So if like if you look at like if you get rid of my values, my like what I actually want to learn, like there's no reason I should do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I'm like I want to do it. Like I enjoy doing it. And it gets me excited to do. So maybe it's not the smartest thing to do, but it's in my eyes, it's the right thing to do. No, I, I like that. I mean, I think, I mean, it's the same thing. You're just doing it because you want to do it, right? You're not yeah. doing it because you think it's going to look good on your resume. Yeah, it's the same reason why I want to learn how to backflip because, like, I want to do it. Like, yeah. I solved Ruby's Cubes. Actually, a big part of it was other people doing it. But, like, now it's, like, I like doing it sometimes. Like, that's, it's like, fun. I think, I, right, this might be, like, a stretch, but that's, like, the one reason I will never add this podcast to my resume. Yesterday, I was having a conversation with my roommate, and he was, like, Hey, now, like, your podcast, you guys have, like, what, like, I don't know how many episodes. He was like, you guys have, like, more than, like, one or two episodes. Like, are you going to add it to your resume? I'm like, no. Because, like... The incentive structure gets messed up. Yeah, exactly. Because now I'm, like, trying to use it to get a job or whatever. On my, like, interest sections of my thing, I do have, like, podcasts on there. But, like, that just could mean that, like, I enjoy listening to podcasts. Yeah. But um, I'm never going to add it, like, as a thing on there. In theory, I think that this could be, like... If you just talk to the average person, this could be so good, like of an argument for like at a job interview, like think about like people we've talked to yeah. and the people we're going to talk to, like it's such like a mark, like a, such a sellable thing. It but is. It's like, but it's like I'll bring you- it up if it comes up in conversation, but I'm not gonna use it as like exactly because I'm not doing it for. There's not a single person I told today about it unless they asked me about it. So there's probably. And because, like, naturally how, like, bad these kids were about at asking questions, (laughs) 
naturally, like I think I talked about it three times. Like three people heard about the podcast, and that was it. And that's probably your biggest thing you work on, right? Yeah. Outside of school. Yeah, outside of school, this is probably like, the thing I put like the most effort into, and like the thing I want to see like do the best out of everything I do because I think it's the one that I have the most impact on. I mean, I'm in motorsport, but there's like 300 kids in motorsport. I'm in PCT, there's 100 kids in PCT. Yeah. This is me. Like 50% of it is me. So yeah. I have the most impact. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's dude. It's 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 interesting. Like. I don't know. I love, yeah. I think it's just such an important thing. Like, you know, we're talking to people by who they are, not the roles they play. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think on this note, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, so definitely a shorter one, but like, it's fresh in our minds. We had conversations about it. And I mean, it's something that's always in the back of my mind. I really try to reinforce this myself of like, whatever community you're in, like detach the role that they're playing from who they are. And then from there, you'll have a much more fulfilling conversation and a much more genuine genuine relationship will form. So, do you get get any wrapping up thoughts? If you're gonna, don't be a bot. Yeah, dude. Honestly, in the in the words of Jacob Mr. Swinney. Jacob Swinney, don't be a bot. Literally, like this, that aligns so perfectly with today's episode. So, three more years of this, brother. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and have a great rest of your day.